When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Happy New Year, everyone. It's uh, 2017. Uh, what this year brings us, who knows? Uh, there's a madman in the White House, and uh, we're in a huge concrete thunderdome in East London that's difficult to get to by, by walking from Stratford Tube Station. Here to discuss the possibly, I think, four games over the Christmas period. Um, yeah, I think it is. Uh, we've got... From the go-to website for all your West Ham needs, the first, the number one stop in your internet search of what's happening in West Ham football. Of course, that website is Knees Up Mother Brown, and from it, we've got the lovely Gordon Thrower back again. Thanks very much, Phil. Thanks for that rather nice build-up. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Haven't seen you for a while, Gordon. No, it's uh, been a while. Yeah, yeah. You've changed studios. We have. We're in a new studio now. Yep, yep. Again. Uh, we're not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> Keep getting evicted. We're not, we're not allowed yeah. in the old place anymore. Uh, we, had to, we had to set fire to There's that There's probably place. a metaphor in there somewhere, but I won't go into that. Yes, it's all, uh, it's all, it's, it's all boarded up now with uh, metal, metal screens over the windows and is squatted by people that look after the building. Uh, legal just, squatters. Just like home, then. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Also, John. Us. We had him last season, uh, and the reason we had him is that we saw a blog, or became uh, we were made aware of a blog that combined this man's sort of two interests: one, one of which was West Ham, and the other was Wagner. And uh, we sort of thought we have to meet this guy, so we had him on, and it was great. And he is Donna the Hammer. Uh, also known as Don the Hammer, your Facebook page, Don, and hello, by the way, and Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. Your Facebook page is Don the Hammer, and the yeah. blog is called Donna the Hammer. Yes. It's a complex pun based on Donna, the German word for thunder, hammer, Thor, god of thunder, hammer, the hammer, a West Ham fan. You got it. It's a complex, interconnected series of verbal conceits. Yes. Producing a trifle of a name. 
Well, I don't understand it, but I'm pleased you do. I think it's great. <laughs> I'm uh, all for happy it. to be. So it's great to have Don back again with us. And so we have a lot of games to talk about. Um, we uh, we are quite tight for time. Um, later on, we'll talk about uh, uh, the the new supporters association, the the uh, the West Ham ISIS. Uh, I should be bringing collected. that one up. Yes, don't forget to bring that up because we might we might get we might we might get sidetracked into yeah. something else. I will try and bring that up. Should we do the games in order or sort of work backwards? What do we think we should... Uh, should we just work forwards? <laughs> Don, you and I went to Swansea away. Uh, yeah, Jim, not Jim, together. Uh, no, not together. Uh, I went with Jim and uh, the lovely Michelle Gabriel. We all drove up together on, uh, on Boxing Day to that game. Um, it was a beautiful day. It was a nice day for a drive. It's a long drive. It's yeah. longer than you think, you know. It's, it's like another country. It is like another country. And it was lovely to hear the chant, uh, we're winning away, we're winning abroad, we're winning abroad. How shit must you be? We're winning abroad. Lovely to hear that song. Again. Again. It's a lovely... It's really? a lovely. I've never heard it before. No, oh, it's a lovely nostalgia. Cardiff Away was the first one. I've only been yeah. supporting since 69. So right, right, right. Oh, no, it's a, it's a new thing. It's we don't win thing. abroad very often. No, that's right, that's right. Um, when we met, Michelle Gabriel was in a different seat from us, and uh, when we when we reconvened at the end of the game, uh, we were all very pleased, obviously, because it was a four-one win, uh, as you predicted. Did I? I'm an avid. I listen. I, I listen to the podcast. Did I? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but you, um, you know, your heart rules your head, and you yeah. think what the most outlandish score that you yeah, can yeah. think of. Well, but of when course. When you asked me on here, yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd better listen to the last podcast. Ah, <laughs> excellent. And you were asked to make your prediction, and it was Clearly one Phil four. doesn't. So. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. Cause, yeah, uh, I'm your greatest cause, fan. Because, you know, I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to bring up my fantastic prediction of last year's uh, Liverpool result, which I jokingly said uh, mm. Liverpool nil, West Ham United three. Well, and that was the score. Yourself, except yes. they were shit. Swansea Girl, yes. doesn't really count. Yes, yes. Now, at the end of that game, because obviously in the context of the subsequent games we've got to talk about, um, Michelle thought we played very, very, very very well in the game and sort of earned our 4-1 win, which of course we did and she was right. But halfway through the first half, Jim and I, possibly before the goal went in, Jim sort of turned to me and said, this is two very poor football teams yeah. having a go at playing some football, isn't it? And I kind of went, yes, it is. And, and we it, were poorer than them. That's right, yes. We sort of, mm. in a way, the 4-1 win did, we did ent- oddly flatter us. We entered into the festive spirit yes. of the whole event. Yes. And we and our defence our midfield was kindly parting and the defence was parting and inviting them to have a go. Yes, yes. Fortunately, the guy that took the shot was the guy they'd only paid 15 million for. Yes. And he scuffed it nearer the corner flag than the than the goal. So Yes, yes. They just didn't have their shooting boots on. Yeah. We Yeah, we were not particularly good in that game, but but I mean, you know, um you know, you have to say something for games in which you, you don't play all that well, but you win. Um, it was the Jermaine Defoe principle. Yeah. It was we had the guy that they just sold to us. Yes, that's <laughs> yes, right. It, it was going to happen, wasn't it? It was going to happen. Yeah, inevitably, IU. I mean, we're going to move on to this a bit further on, but I think the irony of the whole festive uh, period is the fact that the game we possibly played the worst in. Yes. Um, other than the, perhaps the last game we had. Um, but 
in the league anyway, certainly the, the game we played the worst in, we got the best result. Got the best from. result, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a funny old game, <clears throat> I believe the accepted phrases. <laughs> they are a demoralised team, aren't they, Swansea? I mean, that, uh, that American guy lost his job the next day, didn't he? Bob Bradley, their yeah. manager, lost his yeah, job the next how, day. How insulting do you feel by that? I mean, like, you know, but it's like you know, things are bad and all that, but no, I'm sorry, you lost to West Ham, we're sacking mm, you for that. Yeah. Mm, mm. Gee, thanks. Oh, and their fans <laughs> did turn, actually, didn't they? They... they um, the mood was sort of, there were a lot of songs about their board and a lot of songs about the manager. They were starting to sing Sacked in the Morning. It sort of seemed, you know, uh, and we might come on to toxic atmospheres at football games uh, later <laughs> on in this podcast. But, um, there are things going on behind the scenes at Swansea. Um, the, the, the support, which had a supporters trust, again, we'll kind of move on to, but... Mm. Um, uh, they were promised um, a lot more involvement in um, the running, which the running of the club, which happened for a few years. But mm. um, I think the point, point of um, Bradley um, uh, was not univ- There was no sort of consultation which had no. happened in the past, and there's obviously the, the club has been sold, and yes. the supporter side of thing have been sidelined to a certain degree, which. Uh, all of which adds to the general um, air of malaise down there. Yeah. Although I thought the support was pretty loyal. I was surprised that 3-0 down, the ground was full. Yes, they didn't go. Yeah, that's, a, that's, yeah. The, know, that's the new Olympics. <laughs> where I, have you I, been to Swansea, though? <laughs> <laughs> where are you going to go? There's nowhere to go. Yeah. No, that's I've true. been there loads of times. Well, you could go to Frankie and Benny's outside. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> but I don't know about where you sit at our wonderful new ground, but where I am... <laughs> nil nil or we're one nil up with 10 minutes to go and there's a 5,000 evacuation people go yeah it's amazing uh, you know uh, yeah, maybe let's 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 come on to this when we when uh, maybe we a bit later on but yeah but not that I wish to moan right, about my absolutely club absolutely right yeah. but uh but there yeah, is yeah I mean this uh, yeah the um the the we've sort of talked on this podcast I think one of the one of the titles of a, a podcast earlier this season was Premature Evacuation <laughs> because of people I leaving did, so though. insanely early, yeah. like 20 minutes to go and people are starting to leave. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is so horrible at Stratford. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Yeah. But it was, um, you know, four, four players scored, in two, including two strikers, which was very unusual for this season. IU and Andy Carroll, uh, you know, netted, as well as Winston Reed and Anthony. So IU took his really well. He did. <laughs> yes. yeah. He did. Yeah. He, sort of, yeah, yeah. he doesn't he miss he from to, there, I no, think, is no, the phrase. No, to yeah. measure yeah. that yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, from from that Spot one on. from that one foot away from the goal and just putting it at in least into, yes. No, I do yeah. remember seeing a, a Pele score from similar distance and a commentator saying, you know, <laughs> it, it, "It was like oh, the genius of Pele." And <laughs> it was, I can't remember the match now, but it was it was like no, hang on a second, B. Grant could have scored that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then we anyway. went to Leicester, uh, which I went to. That's the Royal. Uh, yes, oh uh, yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yes, I went to it with Jim. Uh, yeah. Jim can't be here. Uh, uh, this evening, Jim, Jim's, uh, uh, yeah, he's not here. So, uh, that's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why you're, that's why you're both <laughs> and, and me, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always uh, here because you can't get anyone decent. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under no illusions. <laughs> I can take it, don't worry. <laughs> Gordon has very low self esteem. Uh, When's Jim no, back? <laughs> I'm working up to low. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's move on. Come on. So Leicester, <laughs> Leicester. Um, you know, interestingly, after the Leicester game, because we lost it one 0 on one of the sort of possibly the Hammer Time Facebook page or the Upton Park Life one, somebody sort of said, you know, another another woeful West Ham performance. You know, and started to move Billich out. 
It's incredibly ironic because even though we lost that game, the second half in the Leicester game was possibly the best half of football we've played this season. You know, uh, including the you know our, our, the one beacon of of uh, joy we have, which was the Chelsea Cup game. Uh, you know, we played really well in that game. Um, we. We went. We were poor in the first half. We came out the blocks very badly against Leicester, very badly. And in fact, when the goal um, went in, as a, as a tribute to Jim, I'm basically just quoting Jim throughout this podcast. Jim turned to me and said, as he did in the Swans again, he turned to me and said, uh, "This could be a real avalanche of goals now." When Leicester's first goal went in, but but Leicester are a team with little confidence, and when they went that one goal up. They just didn't know what to do, and that I've seen that at West Ham quite a few times. Kind of going, the the, the scoring a goal knocked the stuffing out of us. We score a goal, and it knocks the stuff. We don't know what to do when we've scored a goal. The the problem we had at Leicester was that, um, yeah, whilst we were till the last couple of minutes when the, you know, they were sort of trying to get a second at the end, but it it was it was a case of we didn't have that cutting edge, we didn't have the goal, we didn't have nothing else to break down. What was effectively uh, a, a packed defence? Yes, and, they, uh, they they scored that goal and then they were just rattled. Yeah, I mean, they when, just when you, didn't know what to do. And then we look, came into the game. When you looked back at it, there were times they were playing with a back eight. Yes, it was yes, you know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And there was just no sort of like last season we'd we'd have we'd have come up with something there, but it was just uh, our confidence isn't great at the moment. And nobody seemed to have the. Well, no. I defer to both of you because I wasn't there, so I only know the game as distilled by Jeff Sterling. Oh, yeah. But um, it sounds as though what we give for a clinical striker, which I thought we were supposed to be buying yep. last summer. Well, absolutely. Indeed. I mean, one thing that did happen... Um, well, obviously, yeah. We, we, um, there was a breakaway. Uh, Antonio uh, charged up the pitch with the ball. Ayu bust a gut to run parallel with him. They were two on one with the keeper. And... Uh, the keeper committed himself, went down, and Antonio just kicked it into his midriff. It was really poor, and Antonio is not a striker. And it was it was a goal. It was a goal that uh, Antonio took away from us. Yeah. Because squaring it to Ayu, Ayu was there to kick it into an empty net. Bless him. I mean, the last two games, and we'll come on to one of those. Uh, last, yeah. Uh, sorry, that last two league games. Um, yeah, there's been occasions when Antonio had the power to... Yes, um, change the one on one with De Gea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, United. yeah, yeah. Going to come on to those that, are goals. Yeah. Those are both those, goals. Those really should be taken in the top and, flight uh, of yeah. Premiership of football in the Premier I love League. The those guy are a bit, goals. But, yes, but, yeah, that, that, those yes. are just irritating. Those, but at least that yeah. game ended well. Mm. Yes, when you got me on last time, mm-hmm. it was the podcast. We called that podcast all four one because oh, we just won yes. four games in a yes. row. I, and uh, so I'm assuming you've now got me back because we've done so brilliantly in our last four mm. games. So mm. I'm this sort of talisman You're for talisman. constant victories. Because we have, haven't we? Didn't we slaughter you've got a really, Man City? You've got a really high and mighty view of yourself. Yeah. It's, interest- it's all this listening it- to Wagner, <laughs> isn't it? You've got a, you've got a view didn't of yourself, Didn't we beat Man Don, City 5-0? It, it, I'm it's sure an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting theory, Don. This triumphalism that you've uh, learned from Wagner. Just, yeah. It doesn't wash, I'm sorry. It doesn't yeah. wash. Um, we should, uh, we'll continue talking about this game uh, after, uh, after these messages. (laughs) 
When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call zero two zero three eight one seven four double eight zero or visit Livingstone Tech dot com to find out how. Welcome back. Uh, uh, before we left you, we were talking about the Leicester game. Uh, yeah, we were all over them in the second half. We lacked a sort of a cutting edge, uh, and that was sort of very unfortunate. Um, then, uh, after that, we played Manchester United. Well, we played um, Mike Dean. Let's, we let's played Mike Dean, absolutely. I mean, it's difficult. It's really difficult to talk about a game that was essentially just ruined yeah. Uh, yeah. 14 minutes in. And I mean, I, I, I'm often accused of being harsh on referees, but... When somebody as thick as Preview Percy on our website can point out and predict that the match is going to be decided by Mike Dean's refereeing decision four days before it happened. Did Preview Percy he, he actually make said that bold that. He said, wow. di- he said it's difficult to tell what the result's going to be. Um, you know, it depends what sort of mood Mike Dean's in, and it's live on telly. Wow. He just does that sort of thing far too often when does it's a he? live TV match. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. even his first mistake of the week. He'd done the, the Southampton Spurs game. That's right. where, yes. You know, and, yes, 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 yes. It's, oh, the Deli Alley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, just, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just... And, you know, he's got a long history of, <sighs> of doing that sort of thing. That um, Deli Alley dive. Christ almighty. It's like... Uh, it really annoys me. It really annoys me when sort of young, talented footballers sort of do learn that. You know, diving like, is something I really, really yeah, hate. And again, we're going to come on to that with the Man City game. But yes, nothing, right. nothing will happen to him. There'll be no consequences. Oh, no. 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 I mean, no, yeah. no. I mean uh, f- a few days after, <laughs> after refereeing that game so badly, um, you know, he got the, the Spurs-Villa game again on live TV and he was going mm. out of his way to be sort of normal in that one. But, yeah. yeah. But it's typical of my club. Our club that we can't even do sendings off. Oh, it's properly. your club oh. now, is it? Doc? Yes, it's, it's your my, club my now. Club, is it? My club. Well, it used to be mine. Yes, I used to be yeah. a shareholder. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. share. <laughs> we, you know, four of our last five red cards have been yeah, rescinded. Yes, Fernandino. It's five out of He the knows last how eight. to do a proper sending off. Yes, that's right. If he gets sent yeah. off, the bloke doesn't walk again. For no, that's a month. right. Yes, yeah. we 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 mess that up. Fernandino we can't do proper sending off. Shoots people. Yes, just to make sure he's sent off. Yeah. Us, we uh, we play it. We play at red cards. Yeah, no, and, that's and true. That's you very can add to point. that the Cresswell yeah. sending off where he got two yellow cards for absolutely zero yellow card offences. Yes, oh. um, yes. you know which should have been rescinded, but because of the oh. archaic the way, rules, yes. you, yeah, you can't yeah, peel a yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes, extraordinary. Standards of refereeing mm. in this country um, are, are disgracefully poor. I'm we were playing it. very well in that game. Then mm. Faguli got sent off. We yeah. we came out of the blocks really, really Fugouli well. Faguli was playing quite well. Faguli yeah. was playing very well. Yeah, yeah I think he's all right. Faguli, I like him. I think he's. Oh, come on, Tim. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but, <laughs> he, but he had a pretty good first fifteen minutes. I think his sixteenth pre- minute wasn't so good. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he was having a bath <laughs> in his sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> had a lovely bath. It went very well. Bubbles, um, everything. No, I think he's all right. Um, every time he's come off the bench, like there was, I went to the woeful. Uh, Away game at West Brom, 4-2. We lost 4-2. Good second half. Uh, good second half. And him coming off the bench in that game, he just ran at them in the same way that sort of uh, mm. Marlon Harewood, when he came off the bench, it was basically like letting 
a large enthusiastic dog just run around on the pitch enthusiastically. And uh, and Faguli, who's not like that, he's a sort of tidier sort of player, but he you know runs at them. He's very direct, and I sort of like him. He's like a good Gokan Tore. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. if, I think that's what's called being grateful for small mercy. It is, yeah. yes, I mean, yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen much of Faguli yet, but I, I sort of think he looks all right to me. And he put a good cross in for a, an Antonio goal earlier in the season, mm, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, who was that against? I'm not going to remember. Yeah. Um, the but um, yeah, no. I, I, but we I, haven't I, scored from open play at home for a long time, so we'll work it out. Yeah, there's not many games. No, yeah. no, no. Well, I'll ask someone to a comment about Faguli in a minute, which yeah. um, links with someone else. But um, but um, but the, but even though even when we went down to ten, we still played well in that game. And again, as we said, Antonio had the chance to pull us level, yeah. and it was you know. Just, yeah, but it we've was got to get a, we've got to get an incisive striker. It was a matter of time, it. though. When we were down to ten men, you knew that they were going to have eighty percent possession, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and at some point we would concede. And without a striker, we weren't going to score. And that was it. And they did concede with an offside goal, yeah, a I, goal, when, a yard when, offside. When, when did that yeah. happen? When one of three <laughs> offside players was walking back, yeah. all of whom were offside. One of them kicks the ball in the net, and the linesman goes. All those guys are offside, but I'm confused as to which one it is. I'll just give the goal because one of them might be onside. They're so offside, so many of them are offside, that maybe one of them's onside. Did I miss the repeal of the offside law or some, somewhere? That's just I mean, insane. I, yeah, no, yeah. I know I had a heavy Christmas earlier yes, on, but yeah. Yes. Good but performance, no. though. You know, good yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, to keep it to two... Well, it's irrelevant because we were playing with 10 men. It was a rear guard. 10 against action. 12. And yeah, it was yeah. just, yeah. Yes, 10 against 12. I was right in line with that offside goal. And you're just sitting there waiting for the flag to go up. And it was a repeat of the Sanchez goal against Arsenal. And this is how sad I am mm, because yeah. it's bitter. I'm bitter that it was 5-1 and not 4-1. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, why can't linesmen just do their job? There was clear daylight. I was in line. You're just waiting for the flag to go up. And it doesn't. No, no, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. And this may be a discussion for another day, but there is so much I could say about the refereeing in this country and how it's run. And mm. uh, I mean, basically, the whole ethos of the PGMOL, the organisation that supplies the referees, who strangely enough are responsible for um, assessing them, etc. Um, you know, it's all a big protection racket, basically. It's got nothing to do with improving standards. It's making sure that ones are already in the select group. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are only five referees since 2001 who've ever been actually kicked out of the select group. And one of those has been let back in, the hapless Stuart Atwell, who came back this <laughs> season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, are we, are we glossing back. over the point that we are pretty bad? Oh, we are pretty bad. Yes. But, you know, well, we're, we're going to come, we're bad enough without we're going to come on to a football match in right. just a few brief moments <laughs> that may well underline that for Let's us. do it now. Should we do it now? Yeah, let's do yeah. it now. We've got uh, to so, face it. So I couldn't go, actually. I, I sort of forgot to buy my own ticket. And then when it came up, I thought, ah, you know what? I've seen three games in a week because I went to two away games and stuff. I'll just sit this one out. And I wish I was in with you. Yes, yes. Uh, I, tragically, I watched it on television. Tragically. And, uh, Tragically, I was there, but never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Here we go. For 30 minutes. Again, we started that game well. You know, Leicester, we didn't start well. Swansea, we were generally not that good for the whole game. Uh, Leicester, we ended up playing really well. Uh, um, United, we played pretty well for the whole game. But then we went back to starting poorly. Uh, we started... We, we started 
Oh, sorry, we started well. Sorry, started we started well, well again. Man again. City, yes, yeah. exactly. We started 30 minutes, well we were again. okay. I mean, you know, the yeah. chance, arguably, we had the better chance. But, we did. Um, yeah. one, uh, one, I mean, we ought to be used to getting these rubbish refereeing decisions and we got one against Man United and the heads didn't go down. We battled our way. Yes. Okay, we lost 2-0. Um, yeah, took an offside goal to make it 2 Everything we did against Man United after that refereeing decision, we didn't do against Man City. The no. heads just, we just caved in. No. Um, I mean, the Zabaleta's dive was just disgraceful and yes. almost as disgraceful as the reaction of Man City fans. It really who, annoyed like, me about Zabaleta because Zabaleta is, I think, one of the, I think he is one of the best footballers of the, of the sort of premiership yeah, era. But, but why uh, do I'm it? Quite under, yeah. you know, quite a sort of, um, Underappreciated player with kind yeah. of style players. Zabaleta, I think, is a fantastic footballer. But everyone he's knows so what he did. And so great, and he dived again later yeah. in the game. Yeah, it's it's really annoyed me. Yeah. Hmm? It's got a hell of a burst. Strange burst. Oh, yeah, Lovely yeah. burst. Yeah. Port Weinstein. It's like a Port Weinstein. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Can't almost. Can't say that. I noticed, the, uh, to be honest. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gorbachev. Yes, I'll run those. But What disappointed me was the reaction of Man City supporters who, half of them, claimed it was. It wasn't a dive, which it's just so obvious yeah. it was. And it's just like, well, yeah, the money's changed you lot, hasn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I can remember a time when you talked to Man City supporters and they'd have said, yeah, that was that was pretty poor. Yeah. Um, but um, they couldn't uh, have seen. They were right the other end. They no, but even less, even having seen it on TV. They were more I mean, or less in, in Hackney Wick. Discussions, they yeah, they were, claiming, they were claiming black was yeah. white and Aguero didn't handle yeah, the ball with yeah. his right hand. Talk to me, which the kind of sense of entitlement of some football fans. Oh. I put Leicester... Leicester fans have like they've won this thing once yeah. and they are um we got a free kick once more than we have. we got a free kick <laughs> yeah. I know we got a free kick for for the you know that Pie took and yeah. it was for trip on Pie and uh, it was it was given away by Robert Hooth yeah. and they were up in arms about this, uh, you know, what they thought was not a foul or a free kick. And you're going, it's fucking Robert Hooth. <laughs> of course it's a foul. Even, even if you can't see it, work on the balance it's, of yes, probabilities. It's, a, it's Robert Hooth. It's this whole game. Yeah, yeah. Your team has Robert Hooth in it and you've given away a free kick. Can you not connect those two thoughts, you no, bunch yeah. of idiots? And they were booing, they booed the referee off at half time. Even though the Pi A goal didn't go in, they still remembered it yeah. at half time and were booing the referee. In. Uh, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. As has been pointed out, though, as I say, Man City, if, you, if, if you've got a club and you're not too unhappy about it being, being owned by the United Arab Emirates Minister for Torture, mm. um, then you're hardly going to be put out, I suppose, by a couple of your players diving all over the place. But no, there you go. true. But we did absolutely uh, collapse like a deck of cards. Oh, it was awful. It that was, was, that awful. was unacceptable. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, can you imagine Julian Dix out there? He'd have virtually... A bit later on, Zabaleta would have been left in no doubt what contact actually yes, felt like. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Julian couldn't knock him into the chicken run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, actually, I think Julian could have put him into the stands at the Olympic, yards at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, I think yeah. Julian would have put him into the he stands. He would have rolled well. through that sort of snooker table area that the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the coaches stand on and ended up in that stand. The, yeah. um, the, of course. <laughs> Of course, just in case Man City fans were in any doubt as to the ludicrousness of Zabaleta's um, actions, um, it was reenacted just at the end, if you recall. Um, no, you probably wouldn't I have seen there it. I wasn't there at the end. Right, well, no, because some of us stayed at the bitter end because various duties <laughs> demanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, right, to, right at the very end, um, 
two people came on. One was dressed as Spider-Man and the other as another superhero. Oh, yeah, there was a bit of and, um, and basically they reenacted the Zabaleta. One, oh. sort of, one sort of stood there and the other one sort of threw himself over the top. And Brilliant. It's one of those things, I mean, I never condone people invading pitches. It's one of those it. things. It's one of those things that you think, well, you shouldn't laugh. But it was so, it was, it was, well, it was infinitely more convincing than Zabaleta's actions anyway. I love but, someone um, running on the pitch. I love it. I had the guy, it. the Man I, United game. Didn't uh, the second goal? Didn't someone run on the pitch? Evaded about five stewards. There was a Man United the supporter got out of the Man United yes, bit, and, yes, and yeah. it's like you know. Had like, we done that, there would have been questions in the house. Oh, indeed! If you if you, if you move three, three inches out of where your seat is, yeah. um, you know, to go for a pee, there's suddenly ten stewards on you. Sort of, you know, where the, you go, which meet you're going? I'm going for a pee. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if it was last season or the season before the game against Spurs, where the guy ran the full length of the pitch and took a free kick. The ball was <laughs> been, the <laughs> ball had been placed that, yeah. for a free <laughs> kick. Yeah. And this bloke ran on the pitch and the whole length of the pitch. And then there's just the crushing inevitability that he was going to kick the ball. And the players just let him take it. And it only it went about a foot over the bar. Yeah. It, was, oh, it was brilliant. I, I love a pitch invasion. The, the, the chance, I love of, the chance of course, of that one was sign him up, weren't yeah. <laughs> it? Was Predictably, great. but... Yeah. It was great. Um... So now, so so on the pitch, I, uh, one thing I thought was that um, I guess uh, it must have been against Leicester that, that Noble must have picked up an injury because uh, he wasn't in oh, the starting lineup. There was that Man U. disgraceful challenge on him that I mean Leicester yeah. could have been down to nine by half time. Yes, uh, yeah, quite legitimately. Yeah, I mean, Nordvike yeah, yeah. could have gone in the second half. Admittedly, yes. that was that was equally as bad. Yes, but was. you know, it would have been sort of. <laughs> Yeah, so it's still 10 against 9 if the referee had done his job. But, again, but um, Lanzini is often uh, one of the earliest players to get kind of uh, substituted. And I suppose that's, you know, often to do with changing it up, fresh legs and stuff like that. But he is often one of the first to go uh, in, in the substitutions, which, which I don't always think is right. But he came in... Um, and he normally is in, but he, but he was moved more to central midfield to replace Noble uh, for both of the Manchester games. And I thought he looked great there. And somebody I know who's actually a neutral, doesn't support West Ham, but, uh, but watches a lot of Premiership football on Sky, said uh, um, that Lanzini's a brilliant player, but he should have put a couple in this season. You know, you, if, you're playing one up, if you're playing one up front, those guys behind, you know... The, your equivalents in your side of Hazard, Willian, Oscar, those guys, they have to score goals. If you're playing with one striker up front, it's because you think the guys, guys behind them are going to score. And, and you know, Pae hasn't scored this season. Or, or in um, our case, because you haven't got any other strikers. You haven't got any other strikers, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but uh, Lanzini needs to score more. But I sort of feel that I'd like to see him next to Obiang in the heart of midfield, pulling the strings. And if it requires... You know, Billich to just sort of slap him around the face a few times and go, you try harder. I'm going to put you in this central midfield. You try, because I think he's great. I love Lanzini. Yeah, but it's hard to accommodate Paya and Lanzini and wingbacks. And you, if you're going to play Lanzini, you need Obiang Kiate protecting him. And then no, only one can of you them. risk... Only one of them. You know, Bonds protected Brooking, didn't we? We didn't go, oh, Bonds isn't enough to protect Brooking. We need to get like another... Bloke in to Neil Orr. Is it Neil Orr? I think think Bonds was enough to take half of his London. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think... But Lanzini this season has not, you know, and it's only his finishing, but if you think of his finishes against Chelsea last season, this time they've kind of ended up in 
Rose, Rose whatever yeah, it is yeah. at the back there. Which is no mean feat at which home. Is not, which is not Billich's fault. It's a, you know, it's unfortunate. Great players are... 10%, 15% off of what they were last season. Yeah. He's helping us keep the ball, though, and I think I like him. I like him in the, that patch. I also think Noble is having a slightly bad season for yeah. him. For him. And the other thing uh, with Lanzini... So I'd, like to see, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him uh, pulling the... The, the other field, thing I would say about Lanzini is that if you do put him in the centre of midfield alongside Obiang, um, I think that um, by necessity he has to take uh, a lot more... Uh, responsibility, yeah, that's there. right. And he does he does play better in that. Whereas if he's slightly, um, if he's not not in the centre, if he's yeah, to one, he's to one yeah, side, yeah, yeah. he'll probably drift in and out of the game a little bit, you know, depending. But where he's more central, there's that sort of um, he gets more involved yeah, of necessity. That's right. It'd be great if he would get that involved. Yes, sort yes. Of, yeah, slightly to one side. Well, I think maybe. you, you know, I mean, with some of these players, I think you have to sort of uh, show them what to do. You know, they, they, w- they won't do it with their own sort of initiative. You have to kind of put yeah. them in a position Indeed, where, yeah. they, where they're sort of... That was almost a serious tactical <clears throat> point on my part. Write well, it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you work for one of the definitive uh, footballing websites this country's ever produced. So you, Gosh, that's thanks. the sort of thing you have to do. No. You do match reports. You do match reports. <laughs> when I get the a lot time, of them are yeah. about prog rock. Yeah, no, which, which very Gordon, Gordon's a huge prog rock. I'm very rarely mentioned prog rock in match reports. Um, oh, you come on! You called uh, you called uh, Addison, uh, Addison Cresswell. <laughs> you called uh, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Cresswell the uh, Keith Emerson of the left back. <laughs> no, 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 Aaron Cresswell's still alive. Bless him. Yeah. Carl Palmer was bricking at the end of last year, but that's he another matter. Been, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Shall we move on? Because we're running. Yes, time. if you don't yes. move on, I'll mention Wagner. No, well, yeah. we should mention Wagner. Well, I, I loved wa- his work in Heart to Heart. I want to. I want to talk about your. Um, uh, I want to talk about your latest blog post in Don of the Hammer, which I urge everyone to see. You can you, you can go straight to Don of the Hammer, or the Facebook page is Don the Hammer, but that takes you to the blog, uh, in oh, which very skillfully, very skillfully, <laughs> very skillfully, you manage to combine in one concept uh, Schopenhauer, the German philosopher, uh, Wagner, the German composer. The film It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, which I think we all love, <laughs> that film, and all loathe the terrible remake Rat Race. Uh, oh, that was a remake. Dear me. Yes. Yes. I mean, loathe Rat Race, but... And The Fortunes of West Ham United. Okay, Remind yeah. us of how you do this, Don. I'm not even breathing this. hard. No, no, and no. You've, you've managed to get those concepts yeah. into that. Yeah. That's just meat and potatoes for you, combining... I'm a very sad individual with very few friends. Right, and, um, right. Uh, little to do in life. So. That much is clear. Yeah. And yeah. uh, so, so how how I mean I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but how do you do that in that in that in that particular blog? Because it will, because we talk a bit about it, people might visit, and then there were the other ones, which were all great. <laughs> they might. I very much like Don's blog, by the way. I think it's great. Uh, I don't do it because I want anyone to read it. Otherwise, I would not pick those two subjects and try and synthesize them. Four subjects because it's a to four subjects because yeah, it's a complete turn off. But there, I'll just say this about Wagner. He was, in his personal life, he was a horrible, despicable person with absolutely nothing to be said in favour of him. Hitler liked him. Hitler liked him. (laughs) Several generations later. Hmm. So it wasn't Wagner's fault. But he left, as bad as he was in his personal life, he left all his goodness for his art. And there is a lot in his art that Hmm. one can take pleasure from. And uh, so I urge people to not believe the headlines and just give it a listen. If you read my blog, then you might 
Well, you won't learn very much. Watch Apocalypse Now as well, because that that will uh, will get you into Wagner, if nothing else does. And it's a great film. It's a fantastic film. Fantastic film. Yeah. You're not going to you're not going to explain but, how you combine those concepts into no. one thing. You but I will say that uh, but people, what, the only one of the few things people know about Wagner is Ride of the Valkyries, which was mm. used in Apocalypse Now. Now, and that was just about horses getting randy next to each other. And right. if you look at the lyrics of Ride of the Valkyries, it's um, one the horses rider. are randy. Yes. Horses are randy. <laughs> keep your horse, horses are randy. Keep your randy, randy horse, horse away from my horse because <laughs> yeah. we're trying to uh, do this and this. And he's I'm sorry, me I, off. I, I have a, I, so I, it's not I, what you'd expect. I have a friend who's a viola player who's been playing Wagner lately, and um, uh, I really, I mean, as far as I'm aware, she knows nothing about football. But you, don't I'm gonna point this, you don't get this on the Arsenal podcast. <laughs> no. You don't get this. And if you did, we'd have them. Yeah, that's right? exactly. Yeah. They can send their yeah. Wagner yeah, yeah. proponents yeah. up. We'll meet them around the back yeah. of the, uh, the Emirates. Oh, <laughs> we'll take them. Sorry, Gordon. Um, no, I just, uh, <laughs> just um, I just love the juxtaposition of Wagner and, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. Schopenhauer. And then for some reason, only because, only because it sounded very um, similar to Schopenhauer, there's all... Well, not at all similar, but um, I'm just trying to work in Arbiola, as in where is he? And there must be some connection there with Schrodinger's cat. Is, is Arbiola in a box with a, yes. uh, a radioactive pellet? And is he alive or not? But that's True. another matter. Yes, yes. Yeah. I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. No, 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 I don't know. Neither have I. There's two of us there. Good radio. Um, now, uh, Gordon, ratings, you wanted to plug the new. Uh, I, I, uh, well, of course, we had Mark Sandell on this, and in fact, he presented one of these uh, from the WHU ISIS, uh, West Ham United ISIS. Something about Syria involved. But, yes. No, um, but in all seriousness, um, there is a West Ham United Independent Supporters Association, which is up and running, and um, they have been invited to attend the. Um, revamped, regurgitated, whatever you want to call it, supporters' advisory board. Now, um, I know at least one of the guys who are um, on the interim board of WHUISA. And, Who's that? Uh, George. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. George. Yeah. 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 Jo- I was going to try and get him along today uh, with the three of us. Yeah. It, uh, he sm- said, no, I don't want to do it if Gordon throws it. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that figures. <laughs> fellow, yeah. fellow, fellow, fellow campion old boy, if anyone's listening. But um, uh, George, in all seriousness, George is a splendid Campion chap. old boy? Yes. Is that bell ringing? No, it's, it's, you- it's, 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 it's a school, dear boy. Oh. And um, there you go. I'll tell Did you about you know it later. That, I don't know that score. No, no, no I no, don't know that score. No. Sounds made up. Hornchurch's mm. finest. Anyway, um, I as I was saying, George, George, is a, George is a fine fellow, and um, they are... George Mann. Yes, indeed, yeah, that's yeah. the chap. Yeah, yeah. um, they're engendering support. Um, it's very, very cheap to join the Independent Supporters Association. Three pounds. Three pounds will get you through to the end of this year. A fiver will get you through to the end of next year. So price of... yeah. A pint around here, anyway. Mm. Um, you know, you, you get a say. You get a say in who um, attends these things. Now, the supporters' action uh, advisory board, rather, um, you know, it's been a bit of a farce in the past, and um, you know, they're trying to sort of regurgitate it, re-engender it, whatever mm. you want to call it. And um, so, let's see how it goes. Both uh, of those words were wrong. Yes, I know. Both, <laughs> yeah. both of them were wrong. <laughs> Not no. necessarily in the right order. Re-launch re- re- it. Yeah, Re-invigorate it. Re-something or other. Re-launch it. But, um, you know, it, it's the point is we get a chance to elect these guys at the Independent Supporters Association as opposed to having people hand-picked by the club, which is what's happened in the past. Now, it may well be that it ends up... A bit of tokenism on behalf of half of the club. We don't know, but let's give it a go. Yes. And I do urge anybody who's got any interest in the way the club's going, and let's face it, 
things need to be done. Well, there was a lot of fury after the yeah, Manchester yeah. City game, and a lot of kind of uh, fury was directed, sort of, you know, that ostensibly started as part of uh, a reaction to the result, uh, yeah. but then ended up being about the board, about the everything, ground, didn't about it? it was life, the universe, everything. Yeah. And, and there should be fury. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Uh, but uh, things home, are, we should compete against anyone. I don't know how. I don't care how good they are, but things are. Uh, but things there, there. There are issues, you know. Obviously, in the ground that are in there, this. There are issues all over the place. Yes. And if you want to, you, you want your views to be put over. I just urge everybody. Yeah, for sake of a fiver, let's face it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, jo- we, join the Independent Sports Association. You can look it up on Facebook. You'll find it. Um, and I have a note here. Uh, I've, in, I've received a, a text in real time from Jim Dean Dolan from Pride of Irons. The LGBTQ uh, organisation uh, attached to West Ham United. Uh, they have a, uh, a member on the SAB and they have said, you know, any issues you want to uh, raise, you can go through the Pride of Iron side as well as other conduits to get to the supporters of uh, advisory board. Uh, Mark Sandell, who's on the Stop Hammer Time page and the Upton Park Life page, you can find him. He posted something quite big today. Um, so you can get your views to them that way and have them yeah. represented. And all you have to do, it costs you a fiver, that way you get, I mean... Ostensibly, you get a voice in the way things hmm. happen. It. Let's see how three it goes. Three pounds to join, or or three three for eight pounds. That's that's that, that's the offer I'm making to you. With absolutely <laughs> any advice, no any authority advice. to make that but, offer. But as three I say, for eight in, pounds. In all seriousness, you know, if you, you, it's all very well sitting there moaning about how things are going, but um, maybe just maybe there's a chance to affect how things go at this point. Run on the pitch with a banner and really make a difference. That's my advice. To everyone, run on, <laughs> run on the banner, run on the pitch with a banner when a free kick's about to be the, taken. The trouble is, take the free kick. You'll be, Moon you'll, in the centre. By the time you get to the, the, the touchline, you're you'll be knackered though. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you never make it to the. Pitch. Yeah, you get a if you if you manage to get to the centre, <laughs> running out the stands, you get a foil blanket put around you, and someone gives you a banana. Yeah, absolutely. A medal, medal put around your neck. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's what our below is for: is to put the medals <laughs> around the necks of people that run onto the pitch. If he's um, still alive, we have got through a lot of stuff today, fellas. And uh, we we barely scratched the surface of stuff to do with uh, you know the Olympic Stadium, the ground, and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, I think the supporters' advisory board is uh, that's a, a way in. We will doubtless talk about that a lot more uh, in subsequent podcasts this season. But we have to wrap this one up now. As you know, on this podcast, we end up with predictions. And uh, who's going to Palace? Me, me, me. Not you're not going. No, nope. can't go. Can't go. Little Don Something will represent the family. Little Don. Yes, and you can take right. whoever he wishes it's to like take. like an episode of The Godfather, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he a, a robot? Or <laughs> is, he, is he like Vernon Troyer in the Mike Myers film, Austin Powers? Is he like that? You're not prepared to... You're not prepared to... I'm not prepared to say who I am, so I'm not going to do no, much that's true. myself. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. keep your cards yeah. close to your chest, Don. Yeah, well, uh, so predictions for Palace then. Don, you're not going. So, but but you can still predict in the way that I predicted the uh, the nil uh, three against Liverpool and the one four against Swansea. Well, I'll follow in that. Our heart will follow. Will lead head, mm-hmm. and I'll go two uh, nil because they're one of the few teams even worse than us, mm-hmm. and we'll stick it to Allardyce. Excellent, excellent. Gordon, Allardyce in charge, pack defence. Not going to be many goals, I think. Um... Let's go 1 0 to us. 1 0 to us. 1 0 to us. 1 0 to us. I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to say 1 all. I'm going to say 1 all. Controversial. Can I caveat? No, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. 0 0. 
I'm going to say nil-nil. It's going to be a perfect Allardyce result. I received the preview Percy stuff for that. He's gone for nil-nil as well. When I yeah, say 2 nil, obviously neither from open play. No, I think no, we take that as red. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, 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 yeah. Of course. There'll yeah. be one, one from a set piece and one from the pools panel. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure as hell, we won't get a bloody penalty. We never do. No, no, no. All right, <laughs> that's it. Do. Anyway. That is it. That's it for this podcast. Thank you it's very a short, much. Short but sweet. Uh, so uh, my name's Phil Wheelers. With me have been uh, Gordon Thrower. Thanks for having Great me. See you again. Happy New Year again, and to Gordon. You. Yep. And Dom the Hammer. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.